You're listening to the Coach's Journey Podcast. Exposing the struggles and celebrating the successes in the life of coaches who are action takers and creating authentic impact in today's world. Whether you're just starting out, expanding your reach, or exploding your impact, you're in the right place right now. Stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Now, here are your hosts of the Coach's Journey Podcast. So the hierarchy of competence, the first level that we are at is the unconscious incompetence. So basically you suck and you don't really know that you suck or you don't realize how much you suck. And this isn't just to you, don't take it personal. This We all go through this, we've all gone through this. And when I was as functioning as a psychologist at a private practice, I was shifting into leadership coaching and I was, I was using the experience and the information I was learning from books and different things like that. And there was a point at which I was sitting in a session with a business owner. I was sitting across from him. And at that point, I'm so used to working with clients that are like, I have anxiety, I have depression, I've had trauma, I have relationship dysfunction. Like they all come in with these like mental health things. And, and I was sitting across from him and I'm like, oh crap. I am thinking this in my brain. Oh crap. He has no diagnosis. He's successful. He's very hardworking. He has these big goals, big dreams, big visions. I have no idea what to do with him right now. And it was that moment where my unconscious incompetence flipped to the conscious incompetence. I all of a sudden realized I, I'm at my ceiling of my competence in, in this situation. So that is when I then shifted. I'm like, I got to get a certification. I got to figure something out. But we all start. So that's kind of one of those moments where I recognized I, I shifted from this unconscious incompetence where I didn't really know how much I didn't know around coaching and around kind of helping somebody that's a little bit different than my typical clientele. And I shifted into the conscious incompetence where I now realized how much I sucked. And then I was able to expertly, more intentionally expertly seek out what I needed. But in this bottom level, we don't really know. And this is where it's critical to be in a community, to be around other people that know what you're doing, that are higher up in this competency chart than you. So they can look at you and be like, wow, here's an area that you probably don't even understand or realize that you need to grow in, but you need to grow in that way. So it is so important to be around other people on this bottom level and, and all the levels, but especially the bottom level. Do you have anything to add, Faisal, on that? Yeah, I, I love I love the story that you shared and it brought back a few uh, uncomfortable <laughs> memories. <laughs> so it, it, it is why we're sharing this in the hope that it will help you notice those things in, in yourself and in your practice. And I, I can't tell you how many, I think there have been more than, if I were to guess more than 30, 40, maybe 50 conversation, coaching conversations I've been with where I was like, I have no idea what to do over the course of seven years. I have no idea what to do. And actually one of them happened recently. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but in the beginning, a lot like you, I would, so there were certain people I could help generally. I didn't come from a psychology background, but I sort of, certain people who are more like me, I would know how to navigate that. But as, this, as soon as somebody would go off of my level of experience, also outside of my level of success in life, whether it was in, in business or relationships or somewhere else, 
I could see myself going into that anxiety area because I didn't know what to do. And I didn't even know what question to ask, to be honest. And, and I would somehow navigate it. I would change the subject. I would go in a different, like I, I'd somehow find a way to weasel myself around. In those right, sessions. change the subject. I love that. So anyway. <laughs> and it wouldn't be like, it would be, I have clever ways of doing that, but I knew in my own experience that I didn't know how to handle the specific area. And so I, I remember one of the sessions that I got into, and it was actually a very important session that I was into. And this guy sent me, he fills out the questionnaire. And then on top of that, he sends like a bunch of different charts, like his growth journey. And he talks about, and within that I'm reading, it took me like 40 minutes to go through all that stuff. <laughs> like normally I spend like 20 minutes going through them, but double that time. And I'm looking through all this stuff, their personality tests, there's like all the achievements that he's done. And there are like all sorts of things he had gone through. I hadn't even heard of them. And I'm looking at it and I'm looking at all the things he's been able to do, all the ways that he's approached, all, all the help that he's gotten in this area. And he literally, at the end of it, he sends, he's like, hey, I'd love to get on the call, but if you don't feel like you can support me in this area, then I'd rather save that time for both of us because I've been through a lot of coaching and, and training and all sorts of stuff. I was like, as soon as I saw that, he's challenging me before I, I get on the call. I had to kind of swallow the pill and I jump on the call. It took about... It was a 90 minute call and all the way up until 80 minutes, I was just asking questions. I didn't know what the hell I was asking. I was just exploring different areas. I didn't know which area to go into. So I just, I'm like, okay, I'll just pause. I'll breathe and I'll keep asking. At about, I think 80, 82, 83 minutes, share something, something that I can grab hold of. <laughs> But actually, that's, it started being something very positive for him. It was around his relationship. I couldn't even go towards the business side because <laughs> I didn't know how the hell am I going to navigate that with him. But a lot of that was my own insecurity as well. It wasn't just co coaching competency. Part of it is coaching competency. Part of it is insecurity. They kind of go hand in hand. But what I realized after that session, I was like, you know what? There are quite a few people I will not be able to help on this path. So what the hell do I need to do? That's when I am like, I, I need to talk to other people who are doing this. So I started connecting with other coaches. like, okay, how do you navigate this area? How do you, and then I started, and more experienced coaches too, is like, how do you navigate this area? And then I joined more masterminds. I started getting coached more. I started studying this stuff. more. Like I, I got on like my motivation to learn this stuff went way high because my pain was so high at that point. I'm like, what the hell happens if I run into another person like this and I cannot help them? And that client didn't sign up with me. I helped him a little bit at the end, but I know the reason why he didn't sign up. It was because I did not feel competent enough to support that, that, that client. I think that's a beautiful example of a moment of conscious in incompetence where you're like, I don't know. And then you get to that moment, you know, and you're like, but then after the whole thing, you're like, yeah, I, there's a lot for me to continue to grow in, which then that experience helped you realize, well, there's this and there's this and there's this thing I need to grow in. I need to expand. And so then you reached out because you had that conscious, intentional ability to then reach out and be like, I need to learn. I need to, you know, to kind of pull in the resources that I know I'm missing, which is exactly what I think ends up happening during this conscious incompetence is we have the capacity to reach out and make those connections that we need. 
But before that, we really don't even know what we need. You know, it's like a baby. They just cry. They have no idea if they're hungry, if they're wet, if they're, you know, what tired. Like they don't know. They just, they just cry. And so, but there's a point at which they start to recognize what those needs are and what they mean. And then after we've had enough experience and really, you know, competence comes through action and experience. If you've only done a couple things, only been a coach for a really short amount of time, you're, it's just going to take time in the seat of being a coach for you to gain that competence. So then you move up into conscious competence. Let me share my screen again. And conscious competence, which is the third level up, is now where you're getting better at what you do. You're sucking less, a lot less, <laughs> but you know it, but you still have to do kind of think about what you're doing. And so it's kind of like, you know, if you think about riding a bike when you're young, you know, you know that like, you don't even know how to pick your feet up off the, off the ground as you're sitting on the bike without tipping over. Like you have no idea what you're going to do. And then you start to do it a little bit and then you start to figure it out, you know, and as an adult now, you just, you know, it doesn't matter what bike it is. You can just jump on and away you go. Like you don't have to think about it. That's approaching the unconscious competence. But there's that phase right before that where you have to think about, okay, you know, how how am I moving the handlebars and the steering wheel so that, you know, as I'm, and I'm leaning like, and, you know, even doing speed biking, which I don't do much at all. It's only by accident that I go really fast. But on those moments, I can think of those moments where like I was camping and there was a bike trail and there was this hill and then you have to turn. Like, I still have to think about when I'm going really fast down the hill. I still have to think about as I turn, I need to lean because if I don't lean, like I won't turn as well. And so there's still, even in my bike riding, there's still some conscious competence. I still have to think about, okay, Sherry, lean. You know, if there's any motorcyclists out there that are listening to this who, you know, coaches and love to bike to motorcycle, like there's a learning curve to that as well. So that conscious competence, you're good, but there's still some resources in your brain that have to be used in the moment to kind of plan out where you're going, where you're headed and and that sort of thing. What do you have to add to that, Faisal? So, yeah, I I think we should go through all this stuff. Go ahead, explain. I think I want to come back and kind of bring it to the foundation again, because most coaches that are listening to this, they are starting out and they need to understand like, how do they deal with the unconscious incompetence and conscious incompetence? And, and how do we move through that? And what does it look like in their day-to-day practice? And what do they watch out for? Uh, so you can understand what that is. So keep going. Perfect. Okay. So then the final top of the pyramid to this is the unconscious competence. And that's where, like on a bike, as an adult, just going on a flat, you know, flat surface, like you know what to do. You don't have to think about it. You can have a conversation. You can talk on the phone and drink a soda at the same time you're riding bike. Don't recommend it, but you can do multiple things because the riding the bike part, you've got it down. You don't even have to think about it. There's an unconscious competence. And that is in, in coaching. I think that's where you're working with a client. You're in a conversation and you're able to be this. At least this is my interpretation of how it's applied to me. When I'm in a, in a conversation with a client and I'm able to be fully present, fully listening to what they say, and my brain is not, part of my brain isn't kind of starting to worry about, okay, well, what's the next question? What am I going to do? Where am I going to take them? How am I going to handle this You know, story that they're sharing me in the context of what we've already been doing? If I'm having those, like that literal conversation in my brain, which sometimes I still do, depending on the circumstances, you know, that's still conscious competence. 
But when I don't have to have that or the moments that, and I'm just kind of going with it, that's where I feel like for me is the unconscious competence to where I've done it enough. You know, my, I've developed a gut around it. Like I I just kind of know what works and I don't really think about it, but here's the fun part. Why I don't think this is necessarily just a pyramid is because if you're like me as an entrepreneur, when you develop that unconscious competence, you kind of get bored and you want to, you know, you want, want to take yourself to the next level. Well, what do you do when you take yourself to the next level? If you're already at the top and you're at that unconscious competence, well, then you're like, Hey, I have developed unconscious competence with one-on-one coaching. So now I'm going to get another certification in doing something different, or now I'm going to start group coaching or doing a mastermind, something I've never done before which then I think kicks you down to maybe the unconscious incompetence, but probably if you're still in the coaching realm, it's probably more the conscious incompetence because you know enough about the whole, the picture of coaching that you know, you know, you probably know enough to know where you don't know things. Um, but I think we have this cycle of, of going from the top and being like, yeah, now I need to challenge myself again. And then we go back down. So it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting cycle. It's an interesting journey. But I think it's really an important one to be aware of because if we don't understand that this feeling of like, I suck and I don't even know how I suck or I suck, but I, and I do know how I, where, where I suck, but I still suck. It's easy for us to internalize that and to start to say, yeah, I wasn't, I I told you I shouldn't have gone to coaching. I, I shouldn't have quit my job. I'm not cut out for this. You know, I should never have. These are things where our brains can go when we internalize the suck, but the reality is the suck is there just because it's part of the journey has nothing, not necessarily to do with you. Like you can grow yourself. You're listening to the coach's journey podcast. 